They said on Wikipedia an Oriental style headdress. Oh, I, I have no idea. I did not look. I did not do any research into the painting itself at all. Oh yeah, absolutely know. not. I, so I I'm going to say movie. you're correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all I all I know is that they said this movie probably didn't happen. Uh, no, yeah. it really didn't. It looked like this, this movie is based off a book, and the book is based off of a minor amount of information they were able to get about the artist. <laughs> yeah, so this... Nothing about the girl. This probably didn't happen. That's okay, though. Uh, so welcome to Behind the Hype. With me, your host, as always, Brian Dressel. With me, as always, Chewy Darso. Hello. And Jonathan Hardesty. Pearls. <laughs> uh, if you cannot tell by, by our general tone, I don't think any of us were big fans this week again. It's fine. I feel, I feel like I've done Scarlet wrong. <laughs> We just, just started with the, movies. We just started with the, the first two. Eh. Oof. Well, I would watch Rough Night again if I had to choose between this and that one. <laughs> that's that's not a ringing endorsement, um, but that's okay. We'll we'll get there. I actually didn't mind this movie. It's just it's not fine. It's just, not it's very, just a drama. It's just re. It, it is. This is really boring. Um, but that's okay. We'll get there. Because first, we actually have some. Uh, I think we have some. Where have they been doings? Um, I know I do. John, did you have one? Uh, yes, I did. I do. Okay. Uh, so, I'll go first. Uh, Corin has had his rather strict, very limited TV time a day rule pretty much thrown out the fucking window. Yeah. Pandemic! Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's really hard to be a parent right now. And uh, we've let him start yep. watching movie. Or movies, kind of. He hasn't really gotten all the way through Cats No, yet. he hasn't. Um, But he's watched Sing a shitload. Yeah, he really so likes Sing. that means that we've watched Sing a shitload. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scarlett Johansson is in it. And she's actually really good. Like, she doesn't really... Uh, she's not like a scene stealer, I would say, in really anything but, like, her own moments. Um, she's a teenager. Yeah, but she just kind of plays like a punky teenager, and uh, she's got a really good voice. They amp it up a lot, and uh, they make her sound great. And It's a fun movie. Uh, if you've never seen it, I really, really enjoyed it. It's probably one of my favorite Illumination movies. Um, I used to tell Sam that all the time, and she's like, I just don't get why that one's your favorite. I'm like, I don't know. I just like it. It's a good it's movie. A lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pretty to good. To be fair, I've, yeah. I've only I seen M- Minions and... We saw Despicable Me 2 in theaters. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. I haven't seen Pets Life, Secret Life of Pets. Or, yeah. What are the other ones? Grinch, Lorax. Nope. Um, I think that's all. I don't know. Yeah. We don't that's have why time. I like this one so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I, I like it. It's I the one you've seen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, John, what did you watch? Well, I watched an exciting film from Michael Bay called The Island. Fucking love which, that movie. Uh, which was it's so orange and so blue it, it's so orange yeah it's so blue and it is <laughs> so fun because i only saw it the first time like when it came out 2005 and i've forgotten everything about it 
So I was like, okay, let's just see, you know, yeah, how bad could it be? I mean, there's some lesser Michael Bay, and I'm hoping it's not that. No, no, this is this is really good. Really entertaining Michael Bay. Really entertaining action. This was This was the movie that got that famous Michael Bay story of like, you just write the scripts. When it comes to an action scene, just write action. I'll take care of that. And he was fucking right. The action <laughs> in that movie is amazing. Like they they clearly establish hover trains. And yet they're in a chase on the highway with train wheels flying at them. Like, where the fuck are those for? The trains hover. What is going on? So well, the, they're getting rid of all the train deal. wheels. That's what. <laughs> I guess, yeah. They just forgot to tell us that the, tra- the hover trains are brand fucking new. <laughs> Impending doom. Oh, God. I love that movie. I was so jealous it, when you said that was the one you're going to watch. Because I'm like, ah, I was going to watch it. I own it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was exciting. And then just seeing, I'd forgotten the whole, like, clone thing. So seeing Ewan McGregor play against himself was really fun. And just the whole conceit was fun. Well, I mean, I should have clarified that it was Scarlett Johansson that was in the island as well. And she was also fun. But, yeah, (laughs) tie it back into our our whole month. (laughs) I mean, the the weird thing is that, like, she's good in the movie. But, like, the movie, like, it's not trying to do anyone any favors but Michael Bay in action sequences. It's a great fucking movie. Right, right. No, his action scenes are the star of that movie. Everyone else is just icing on the cake. Yeah. Um, really always just kind of makes me want to rewatch Logan's Run, which is kind of weird. Ah, that makes sense. But It's, you could say it's a remake. But it's oh, not. Like, kind it's of... it's very, it's kind of like conceptually there's yeah. a little bit of stuff there, but yeah. Uh, okay, so week two, Scarlett Johansson month. Uh, this was me going, I want to do a period drama and I'm not a huge period drama guy, just cards on the table. I enjoy them from time to time. Some are better than others. Uh, but usually if I see them, I'm like, mm, maybe not. Yeah. I'll watch one if I, it's a sign for a like podcast. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I, I like them. I don't, I don't, whatever. The only time I'm not into period dramas or whatnot is more so when they're period, we're going to make you criers. See, I like the period dramas like, uh, like what was the, f- fuck, we just did an episode on it that long ago. Um, the one with Rachel Weiss and... Uh... Oh, The Favorite? Yeah, The Favorite. Like, oh. I like that. Well, like, that was good. I like A Knight's Tale. It's kind of a... So you like period things that are iffy on the periodness. Yeah, the more concerned you are with being accurate, the less concerned I am with your movie. Yeah. Well, that's... T- <laughs> Not always. I like The King on Netflix. That was really good. Um fucking nobody saw it which is kind of a bummer no. it's a good movie um so yeah it doesn't matter this one was kind of in the scope of not really for me um and maybe i should have thought about that more when i chose it for this because the reviews in this movie were very good like across the oh board. yeah glowing Green reviews across all across the board yep yeah people really liked it and uh that's kind of why i picked it over what was the other other what girl other oh, the other Bolin girl or Bolian girl? Yeah, the other oh. one that she was in. Like, and I was like, eh, between the two, this one had the better reviews, so it's probably it's the better movie. The Bolin girl, or is it the other Bolin? It's the other mm. something. I don't know. I didn't yeah, watch. It's not it. the main one. It's, it's just, just the other it's one. A bunch of women trying to get <laughs> no. pregnant and not murdered. Right. Um, so I just oh. went based on reviews, and uh, th- this uh, this did not pan out the way that I was hoping. It yeah, to. that one has got a lot more action in it and a lot more sex. Yeah, that, a lot more sex. Well. Most movies have more sex than this movie. Um, this just, yeah, I think Scarlet was great in it, and I think there's a lot of good stuff in it, but I, I did not have a good time watching it. We're talking about 
What is the girl with the pearl earring? A girl with the pearl earring? Girl with a pearl earring? I never get yeah. it right. Everyone knows One of those was right, right? Guaranteed yeah. you're going to yeah. get it wrong in the search results. <laughs> yeah, every fucking time. Um, but that's the one we decided to do. Or And uh, yeah, whoops. It's fine. I, I am not into those mouth agape longing face movies that's what this is it kind of made like brian said it kind of made me think about twilight (laughs) oh my god so you think he's hot so you think she's hot so just just fuck or don't this this longing is driving me insane stop touching her lips oh that's so weird in every movie who does that who's into that (laughs) lots of people are into it it makes sense but no it's no this i'm sure i'm sure it would make a killing on youtube is not good touching videos it just, Ugh. I just hate it when I'm looking at Scarlett Johansson and I'm like, this is not your normal face. I know that the director told you to be like, all right, you're a mouth breather now. <laughs> you're a mouth actor now too. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, I actually think she did a really good job with what she had here. Like she's still pretty young in her career here. This was not when she's the A-lister that she is now. Like these were some of those movies that transitioned her to that status yeah uh, I, maybe as a, like an art person i'm just annoyed because when i look at the actual portrait mm-hmm. of the girl with a pearl earring she's got a little whimsy in her eyes she's got a it looks almost like she's smiling a little bit like she's having fun with you she's looking at you she's whatever she's got a lot of personality yeah and then when enough they, to make like write a book about or make a movie about yeah. like it gives you that yeah. sort of mystique that you want to explore further in something. And Scarlett Johansson, I mean, I she gave a great performance, but the character they made a morose motherfucker. Yeah, she doesn't look like she's having fun ever. <laughs> she definitely's not going to have fun with you. No, she didn't have fun with Killian Murphy. She didn't have fun a- a- anywhere. Yeah. No, she did the first time she was like haggling over freshness of meat. Yeah. You could see she kind of like, yeah. And I'm she had a job. brief moment when she was going to play with the master's kids by making a reflection on the wall and then they turned into cats for a moment. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, then they turned on her. And then they Oof. got mad at her because their dad got mad at them. Yeah, and that just sticks the yeah. rest of the movie. Yeah, then she doesn't seem to have fun again after that. No. Uh, we should probably do a quick breakdown of the movie uh, before we go way too far into it. Uh, and since I did put us through this one again, I guess I can do it again. Um, this is the very sad-ish, maybe, story of a girl whose uh, dad loses his job because he's in an accident and she takes a job as a uh, maid in a very famous painter's house who's constantly selling paintings to a guy um and throughout the time working there the painter's like "Mm, i like her i want to paint her and then but does he have other feelings for her or does she have other feelings for him maybe you're gonna stare at each other a lot i'm just i'm just gonna pause for a little while so you can understand what it's like this is them staring at each other right now Mm. it's happening Mm. or maybe about to touch each other no don't their hands touch for a second. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. Oh, God. That's too oh, much. No. Oof. <laughs> Things were getting... Leave room. We're getting Six steamy. feet away. We need to leave room. Six feet, For Catholic people. Jesus, which means it's more than an arm's length apart. It's, it's more like other side of the room. That's Jesus with, like, machetes. Like, his <laughs> <laughs> hands away. Um... So anyhow, <laughs> that's the very beginning. No, the- I'm not. I'm still in the breakdown here. Okay. We just we took a little. We got bored. 
during the staring and we went on a sidetrack. Like I knew we would. <laughs> How do you think I feel? I can't even see you guys. <laughs> I've just been staring at this uh, recording screen. <laughs> Anyhow, so she gets painted by him wearing his wife's jewelry, which is probably a bad fucking idea. And then it turns out it was. And she lost her job. But that's fine. I guess. She can't read. Yeah. <laughs> the timing on that was so weird. That's fine, I guess. Because she can't read. <laughs> what a diss. You got her. <laughs> Take that, Grit. Yeah, her name is Grit. Or Greet? Greet. Greet, yeah. Uh, it was not an attractive name. Ah. Uh. Um. But yeah, that that is uh, that is watching a girl with the pearl with the, <laughs> the pearl I'll, I'll tattoo. Tell you what, <laughs> the girl with the earring tattoo. Um, our file system this week is called Girl Dope Ear Bling. I, I thought that was pretty accurate. The pandemic is not doing anything good for our brains. Go back no, and no. Like, My God, we were fucked up on <laughs> on staying inside. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew indoors was such a bad plan? <laughs> Who knew indoors was such a fucking drug? <laughs> it is, it's a downer, that's for dang sure. <laughs> we need some uppers in here. Um, this movie was not that. No. <laughs> this movie's. I mean, this, the thing is, I might have been able to enjoy this movie more if I wasn't, you know, confined. I just think the movie it might have been better in like a theater, maybe like if you're going to the art house, expect like to an art house theater, expecting yeah. that sort of thing. It might have been like, oh, I kind of like the like the quiet yeah. foreign film. Like I get it. Like, there's definitely an audience for it. For me, it's just like even halfway through the movie, I made the joke. I'm like, this is the girl with the pearl earring and two dudes in bad wigs. Like it's just the movie just has cracks all over it that if you're kind of bored. You just start cracks, loose threads, whatever you want to call them. But like when you start getting bored, you get stuck in something and you just start ripping the movie apart. And that's yeah. for me, that's not good in any situation. Because there, there's two things in this movie. There's lecherous men and there's embattled women or whatnot. None of the women are friends. None of them. You think for a moment Scarlett Johansson and like the boss or the higher up maid kind of uh, Tenneke, I think. Yeah, they were yeah, yeah. friendly. Yeah, I guess they were not friends. No, that got made very apparent. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and the men just want to have sex with her. All of them. Well, the painter. I'm forgetting everybody's names. Um, the painter wanted to, but wanted to paint her more. Well. The painter slash uh, Colin Firth, yeah. uh, who does not work for me as a chaotic artist type. No. He is... Uh, he's proper. He's very proper. <laughs> uh, he works for me as a proper man. Yeah. A gentleman. Um, very much a uh, Mr. Darcy. He tells Elizabeth that she's just terrible for him, but she he can't help but have feelings. Uh, so... <clears throat> I lost my train of thought. You're I talking about thinking how about, he doesn't work for you as a... Yeah, uh, sorry. I was thinking about Pride and Prejudice. And you just got <laughs> lost in a better movie. Because <laughs> he's so good in that. <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's the point, too. Like, that's the point. <laughs> you can get lost in him for that movie, or for that show. Uh, but but the, this, his, his like, main attraction 
his main attraction to her, Greet, Scarlet Joe, Scar Joe, is that she has an eye for art. They make that very apparent. I appreciate how they show that she has an artistic eye. She understands composition. Mm -hmm. She understands color, She motivation, all of it. It comes naturally to her. And that is something he doesn't get from his wife. Uh, he has sex with his wife a lot. She keeps getting pregnant. People make comments about it. Yeah. Like, so he, fucking keep it in your pants, dude. No, she just gave birth. He loves his wife, but he his wife does not stimulate him intellectually, and Greek does. So I, I can, mean, she kind of dodges a bullet if you think about it. Like, who wants to give birth to that many kids? I mean, women back then had no choice, and especially because they're Catholic. Oh, God, that's even worse. Oh, that was one of the things I was trying to bring up at the beginning of this movie. The first conversation we get between Greet and her mother is her mother telling her, just be careful when the Catholics are praying. You don't have to listen to what they say. And I'm like, what do they say? <laughs> what, what kind of prayers do these Catholics have? They're vulgar. I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, how the movie starts for me. <laughs> and that's kind of my level of curiosity throughout the majority of it. Yeah, no, yeah, when they, they said that, when they said, like, don't listen to the Catholic prayers, I'm like, why? And that was, like, more interesting to me than the remaining minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, what the, what the heck? Like, there's a general order of prayers and how they're structured. <laughs> no one's like, and sacrifice the bunny and punch women in the face. Like, that's not yeah, how those I, go. Yeah. I mean, I'd be surprised and aghast if I heard a Catholic praying that. But yeah. also intrigued. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, that's just what we do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It's a very odd order of so, service. <laughs> I would be curious to read this book. I mean, like, was the book just more effective when you can get everyone's internal dialogue? Because as a movie, it just seemed it just seemed shallow to me. Because again, it's just it's just dudes not being fulfilled in their desires and women not being friends. That's just the movie. And for a movie about art, too, it didn't seem very artistic. I don't know. It felt flat. Flatter than the compositions he was painting. In, oh, it was artistic in almost a desperate way. See, I, see, this is where I'm going to differ from both of you. I liked what it did. Like, I liked the desperate, as Chewie's going to call it, thing of how the movie tried to recreate paintings throughout the whole thing. It's just they, they recreated it through going into post and just amplifying the colors. They still had the right layout. They still had the right costumes. Like they went to, they did their research, like yeah, especially like her, like the, the maid in the, the doorway at the end of the movie. It's like the a one, very good painting. It's a very good painting. And it was spot on. Like it was yeah. just right there. Like I kind of yeah. liked that. Like that was, but kinda, that was near the end, but they did it throughout the whole movie. And like yeah. you caught it every time. And it's like, I get what they're doing. It's a little cheesy, but at the same time, they clearly put a lot of work into it. And I can appreciate that. Yeah. that for well, me it, I thought was the highlight of the movie because it's like oh it's something different I don't see any other movie trying this I guess for me it was it was more like the reasons why you liked uh, the for me I think it's kind of like what you were saying earlier about um, the favorite just like how like they, they're not quite period accurate but they're stylish there's a style to them and with this desperation it, I don't know I just sure they got accurate but in being accurate it wasn't that interesting and I don't know how else to explain it other than that they just, they, they got it right, but, uh. It's just the saturation was too much for me. 
Yeah, they way oversaturate a lot. It was like it was it... almost kind of like a Michael Bay movie. All right, yellows and blues, yellows and blues. <laughs> there was one point when there uh, was her and Killian Murphy were out on the date where he makes his move on her, and I, we just watch him like I think the sun is ten feet away from the planet right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he better the make it. They're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> the entire sky yeah. is just a beam of white just uh, oh and it, it's it's winter now so everything is indigo right uh, and then and then they don't they don't do the color saturation in like the right time when they're mixing the colors and you're like hey you know what that lapis needs to really pop no that's not let's let's like desaturate that like how are her sores on her hand like more colorful than the colors are painting with. It was just yeah, weird choices. There was no neosporin back then. That's true. Those were just infections yeah. all over her hands. Yeah. <laughs> she was a she was a maid. <laughs> um but that's honestly like when I was when we were watching it last night, um I having never seen it before, that was when they got into her working with him is kind of where I thought the whole movie was going to that be. That was the most interesting thing about the movie. I think that's when both her and Colin Firth were at their best. Performance wise, I think that's when the movie was at its best. Like, there's just a lot in there that I thought was really cool, especially trying to just think of, like the times and knowing that most of this movie might have been made up. Apparently, is like okay, so they're giving this woman probably a bigger role than she actually would have had, but it's still kind of cool that he's relying on her. Like, this is a world-renowned painter trusting a maid he's known for a few days to make his paint for him. That's a huge fucking deal. I don't think he was world-renowned when he was alive. But still, he's making paintings yeah. that were amazing. Like, this guy clearly is good. And he's letting somebody else, like some woman he just met, make paint for him. I think that's a really cool thing. And there's a making lot. Making paint is tedious. Yeah. So maybe he just didn't like to do it. And he's like, well, we'll fuck it. <laughs> if it turns out good, it turns out good. <laughs> give it to the he's intern. Like, I'll get my lead white. I'm like, oh, God, don't drink that. Why would she? <laughs> I don't Give me my lead white. They just cut to scar. I just glug, glug, glug. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to have so much nerve damage. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i i really i really enjoyed the relationship and i thought it was well done on both part both sides of it I, I just wish there was more to it like trying to be so period accurate and trying to keep these characters so reserved and proper just shut down story yeah yeah I mean, it was just it, kind it, of a it felt shame. like that it felt like that whole section went by really fast and and it's just because it was engrossing like it was good i was in, i was like interested in their relationship up in the attic doing the art <laughs> and yeah. the rest of it just like seemed to drag forever it was like this weird accordion thing where like the beginning and the end were just like oh drawn out and this middle section just felt like 10 minutes max yeah it, it was really like i feel like the good reviews and all of it came from the two of them together in those little moments like people who really enjoyed this movie i have to think that's kind of what they attached to i mean i could be wrong i think the, the i like I would say my favorite moment between them was when she's looking at the the uh, camera obscura. Oh, yeah. And she's like, how oh, did yeah. you get in there? Like, it's it's a picture. It's not actually in there. <laughs> that was cute. Uh, so my favorite moment between them, this is kind of sappy, but my favorite moment between them wasn't even, he wasn't even in the scene. And it's just when she looks at his painting, she looks at the chair. Yeah, you're in that chair. And she moves the chair. Yeah. I loved that. I'm yeah. like, ah. I mean that's just that's a great way of showing not telling how how much of an eye for art she has, and the fact that he changes it how much he trusts her eye. Yeah, like yeah, that was yeah. really cool. They did some really cool stuff, unspoken, and I thought like that's where I'm like 
I can't say I hated the movie. Like it just wasn't that much fun, well, and I never want to watch it. Yeah, but like the things that I think it does well. Granted, we disagree on what some of those are, but that's what made me go from like I re- kind of regret spending an entire night watching this. So, like I really enjoyed it enough. I guess like it's just ugh. Nah. I enjoyed it enough. Enough. But I just need a little more action for my movies right now. Like, if I had a chaotic day where I was running around a lot, maybe this type of movie would be more my thing at the moment. But instead, I'm like, I'm going to go watch Romancing the Stone. <laughs> and I haven't gotten through it yet. Or all the vacation movies that we've been watching. Yeah. <laughs> so the one person we haven't really talked much about, or two of the people we haven't really talked much about that I wanted to, even though it's Scar Joe Month and uh, you didn't really have a ton to say, um... It's Tom Wilkinson and uh, Essie Davis. Well, Tom Wilkinson was just a lecherous dude. He was. But it kind of felt... And Tell me what you think. I kind of felt like every time he showed up, he was almost in a different movie. He kind of was. He, like, you were right. He did yeah. the scenery. Yeah, he just chooses scenery so hard. It's just like, what is happening here? Especially like in his threatening scene with her uh, towards the end of the movie. It's like, what the fuck? It reminded me... This movie reminded me of things uh, several times. And I don't know if it was made before or after. Uh, but did you see Memoirs of a Geisha? I never did. I'm not a huge Bob Marshall or Rob Marshall guy. <clears throat> There's a scene when she's kind of having her virginity s- sold. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of something that's happening in this movie, too. Uh, and there's a general, and he wants to see what he's paying for, if he's going to bid on it. So he pins her in a room and just rips her clothes off in Memoirs of the Geisha. Uh, so that's kind of how that scene felt to me in this one, too. Where he's just like, I'm having you painted, but I can't wait. I need to know. You are unplucked. Blah, blah, blah. And he starts ripping her clothes off. It was a really like, gross scene. It, I mean, it's a gross thing for to happen to women, and it's yeah. happened to women in life and in movies quite often. That's unfortunately yeah. true. Um, and there's the moment when the daughter steals a thing of from Roms to frame Scarlett Johansson's oh, yeah. greet, and she looks at the artist and goes, "Help me." And then he goes through a rampage of her, of all the stuff in the whole house to try to find the comb to prove that she's not the one that stole it. And he finds it and da, 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 da. And I swear I've seen that in another movie, almost verbatim, where a woman is looking at a dude going, help me. And then he goes berserk trying to do something. I don't remember what it was. It'll probably come to me later. Fifth element. <laughs> no. no. It does happen in there. No, how? But but me? she's physically hurt in that. I'm thinking of a woman who's in one of those places where she can't do anything. She's stuck in the back ha- of a cab. It's different. <laughs> Not <laughs> fuck up a whole bunch in New York. <laughs> and to be fair, she doesn't say "help me." She's batting on the. Oh, she the says "please help." And she's please help. 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 Plays help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's H A U P P. It's a little different. <laughs> God, that's such a good fucking movie. Uh, back to this one. Back to this one. <laughs> Essie Davis. Um, she's great. She is great. She's probably the, I mean. God, if we got her in a movie with Julian Moore, he can <sighs> cry off. Who can cry better? Um, I don't know. 
Um, but get your freckles and your red hair out of here. <laughs> but the thing for, is, for a like, character that is like kind of a thankless character that she has to play, like she was kind of electrifying in her just kind of chaoticness in this movie, just her emotion, and I don't know. Like I really liked her in this movie, Essie Davis. I thought Colin Firth and Scarlett Johansson were both great in the movie. I thought she was the best person in it. I thought Essie Davis was great. I, I thought she played the jealous woman very well. Um, I liked how angry she was. Like, I thought she played it like, no, I'm angry and I have every fucking right to be. Like, what the fuck? Why? Like, when she said, why don't you paint me? It's like, ugh. What? Uh, don't ask that question. You don't want that answer. You know you don't want that answer. No. You know what the answer like, is, too. She's, again, just like, yeah. she's and again, a character I've seen a bunch of times the the girl who can't get any respect because her mom still runs the show and her husband's famous for something and sees more joy in other people than he does in her and yeah i mean she's desperate she's not even jealous because she wants to be jealous she's jealous because she knows if she loses his interest then she's going to be dead yeah it's a terrible place to be in it's one of the reasons why i'm you know, when I was younger, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could live in the Victorian age and wear corsets every day. And now I'm an adult and go, no, I would constantly have a yeast infection and no one give me any respect. It's very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, accurate. Living in period things would be terrible. Women's lives were awful back then. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, I wish I could be a pirate. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> You'd still have a yeast infection, but at least you might get some respect. <laughs> <laughs> right, a little what bit. What of a pirate you are. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, what haven't we talked about in this? Is there anything that we've totally missed? Like, I'm, I'm sure there's something. We didn't really talk that much about Scarlett Island, saying that she was good in it. I thought she did a very good job. She did a good job. Her, their makeup on her was brutal. It made it look like she'd have eyebrows, depending on the lighting. Um, oh yeah, there were a couple scenes where you're yeah. leaning into one of the fetishizations of being young and a virgin. Yeah, where you look like a porcelain doll. <clears throat> Yeah, which she had that done to her a few times. Yeah, it's uh, it's just a thing. Yeah, um, but she was great. Like, I thought she did a good job. I liked her far more in this than I did in Rough Night, and I thought she was fine in Rough Night, but I thought she did a really good job in this. I'm very, very far more excited for where we're going next week. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's not, not bad. Not my favorite, but I don't really have anything else to say about it. Yeah. Yeah, and we can uh, make a passing mention. more interesting of- than this movie. But I think everyone yeah. knows that. Yeah. I will say this. I did like the way they revealed the painting. Like oh, how, yeah. How they just never really fully showed it until the very end. And like, oh, that was really well yeah. done. It's a really good painting. It is. It is, <laughs> yeah. really, really... It is considered the most beautiful pa- painting in the Netherlands. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I thought that whole thing was well done. I, there's a lot of cool things in this movie. I just I don't think that the whole thing is worth it. It's probably why yeah. when you mention this movie to people, a lot of people don't even remember that it was made. Yeah. Oh, well. We gave it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's move into favorite moments. <laughs> <laughs> After that rousing review. Uh, I, I guess I can go first. Um, it's a really cheesy scene, but I still kind of liked it. Like It's like way too cheesy. But it's the moment when he has her look out the window and start saying what color things are. And she's just like, blue. And he's like, fuck her then. And then she's like, no, wait, I see purple (laughs) and white and blue and green. 
And he just has this look like, oh, yeah. And it's like, I really <laughs> And I see a lion. And it's saying Mufasa. You need to. <laughs> like I said, it's a super cheesy scene. But like, I was into it. I dug it. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's a, it's a fun scene. And it really brightens. <laughs> it brightens the, the, the movie itself. Yeah. Especially if they're all talking in your heads how, how they're talking in mine. Aw, yeah. <laughs> she knows her colors. <laughs> color theory. She read, but she sees colors. She knows her She's going to bring balance to the force of color. <laughs> um, my script would have been very different for this movie. <laughs> I said my favorite, which was the, the uh, photo obscura. Yeah. I think that I keep feeling like it's not photo obscura. I feel like it's something else, but I don't know. Picture obscura. No, he, he said a camera obscura. Camera obscura. He's just camera obscura. I think. Yeah. yeah, I like that scene. It's a good scene. Yeah. Never even really done. Like I like that they actually took the time with it too. Like, how did it get in there? Well, this thing here, it's called a lens. Oh, what? And it's like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Like, they, why no. would she know what a lens? No is? idea. Yeah. It's kind of a cool. And scene. to be and just to clarify, when the wife yells, she can't even read. I'm like, that's not fair. That's class issues. <laughs> This is grasping at straws, too. She can't even read. She can procreate. That's what all I care about. <laughs> and she stares at me just so. <laughs> she looks over her shoulder she at me. She could read if you taught her to read. <laughs> That'd be such a great... She can't even read and scratches in the corner. Fuck you, I can learn. <laughs> just totally out of character. The one line in the whole movie that's totally modern. Oh, uh, it... This would have been my favorite movie of all time. Her walk off in that scene was pretty good. It was. It was a bitch see you later walk off. <laughs> okay. So the scene for me that uh, is my favorite is sim- is close to where Brian's scene was. But when she first sees the, 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 the flat colors, like the first pass of the painting before all the shading and everything gets in there. And she's like, what? This Like she has this look of like this. Are you? You're not that good of a painter, are you? And he has to explain. <laughs> the colors that he, are like, wrong. There's, <laughs> what is wrong? It's like, well, no, that's just part of it. That's the first part. And similar to the clouds and the color and all that, it's like that moment, that teaching moment, being introduced to art, artistry. I don't know. I got, I got into it. Apparently, that's the thing yeah. I like. So if, if that sort of scene is in movies, cool. I'm like, oh, cool. Someone's teaching someone else. And they see that initial spark. Cool. So I guess that's it. We got to do a, a quick review system. And uh, this will be another one of those of, uh, I'm not sure what you'd want to watch with this, but double feature it. What are you going to watch with, fuck, girl earring? By the way, why did she need both? Do they travel in pairs? <laughs> I really got to find better movies that Chewie doesn't get so salty with. <laughs> like years of After the Hype, she hated like zero movies. Been doing behind the hype for just a few months, and she's like, "Fucking final cut, fucking girl with the pearl earring." I didn't hate girl with pearl earring. Like I said, I would watch this over final cut. I would watch most things over final cut. <laughs> the women in here See, weren't friends, but at least they had a freaking character to play. What do you mean? Mina Savino was great mm. as girl who had she sex had, with Robin Williams. Yeah. She had tons of the the new Super ones. Moved. And then the other female character is woman who's probably sleeping with her assistant. <laughs> Total Don't nuance. Don't bring up Final Cut on podcast. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> New goal. Find one that's worse than that for Chewie. 
that'd be tough. Mm. And I don't want to be there when she watches it. <laughs> <laughs> be like me with Neon Demon just pacing around the room like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I like Neon Demon more I than I like. I hate that movie. Uh, oh. Anyhow, double features, double features, girl with a pearl earring and. Well, I, I'm not sure what would work best, but I can tell you what I did after watching that movie. Oh, is I went and watched Cabin in the Woods right after. <laughs> it's a bit different. It's Very bit different. different. Cards on the table. Night I was different. going the exact same direction. Like I'm going <laughs> Girl with the Pearly Ring and then Death to Smoochie. In oh, that order. nice, perfect. Death to Smoochie. That's yep. That's the one. Why? Because I'm trying to think of the polar opposite of Girl with the Pearly Ring, and I landed at Death to Smoochie. Hmm. Classic. Yeah, I, I think having it's like, a cock and balls. <laughs> having cinematic whiplash with a double feature like this is perfect in my mind. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a movie. There's so many when men choose a woman to be their muse. Shakespeare, and then the girl is like, "Dude, lay off." Oh, well, the girl doesn't immediately fall in love with him for yeah. Oh, that's a lot tougher. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I know I've seen one. Man who's like, oh, girl, make me do good stuff. Girl, now useless. <laughs> oh, plenty of those. <laughs> I want, I want that script. Dude. <laughs> I mean, we just we just talked about one of those movies. Exactly, girl, now useless. <laughs> the movie ends with her just fucking off. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... <laughs> Quarantines make me very cynical. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are all the things I've thought of in the past. I mean, that's one of the reasons I didn't see... Uh, oh, you don't really like the movie, but 500 Days of Summer. Oh, jeez. But I'm right. <laughs> you are right. Mm-hmm. It's all from his perspective, and he's an idiot. Yeah, I'll watch it with that movie, because she does eventually go like, Dude, dude, I told you I don't like any of this stuff. Yeah. Okay, we're breaking up. I'm very proud of the fact that I, I got one both that she doesn't like... And fit her criteria. Yeah, yeah, no, that one works. I'm bad. I guess Brian minutes. wins this week's podcast. <laughs> and Autumn just needs to run away. Run away, Autumn. Just leave. As soon as he's staring off somewhere to her left and winking and smiling, she's like, oh, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, Autumn? Oh. Huh? <laughs> so I'm going to leave this fucking dude. <laughs> Stop talking to you. <laughs> He just winked at a theoretical camera. I'm out. Oh, boy. Take that, 500 days of summer. (laughs) Okay. 500 days of that suck. I was going to say, I didn't even bother seeing Daniel Day-Lewis' last movie because of that reason. Maybe in the end, she ends up telling him to fuck off. I don't know. I'm guessing she doesn't. I didn't see it either because you didn't want to see it, but I'm kind of fine with it. It One of those like, oh, I want to see that. It looks dumb. Oh, okay. You could look up the ending. Oh, yeah, that is a, yeah. the internet. <laughs> is it just about a man no one understands, but she, he finds this one woman who could really wear an outfit really well, and he just becomes obsessed with her? That's kind of what it looked like. Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So... That was a girl with the pearl earring, or the girl with the, the fucking girl with the earring. Um, <laughs> earring girl, the movie. Right. Um, and I, I had forgotten, totally forgotten, that there's five movies this month. And I kept thinking that next week, 
was uh under the skin under the skin and it's not you have to wait two weeks for under the skin because next week we're diving into a gem i feel really bad that we're being <laughs> picked all these horrible scarlett johansson movies uh because it's supposed to be celebrating her but we're doing lucy <laughs> people loved <laughs> lucy uh, I I've was, never seen Lucy. I was very much in the minority, and I think I went into it with real bad attitude. So I'm going to flip that around, and I'm going to try to enjoy it this time. I know the ending is stupid sci-fi. I know that going in, and now everyone else does. I'm not going to say what happens, but it's real dumb. But now that I know that, I should be able to enjoy the movie more. Because I do remember thinking the whole time of, she should be a bigger action star. She's fucking badass in this yeah. movie. So... There's a lot more ScarJo to talk about, I think, from I mean, here on out. The trailer movies. just makes it look like Luke Besson went, you know what, what if I took Love from Nikita and merged it with the fifth element? And, yeah, I'm going to make that movie. And throw in a whole bunch of computer shit, and you're good. Yeah. 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 I've never seen it. I mean, Luke Besson. great I mean, sci-fi salad. Hey, yeah. ScarJo did an amazing thing where she made a movie with him and she didn't marry him. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. That's not easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's in your contract. <laughs> Why is a priest here while we're signing this? Because you're a young, pretty woman. Put this ring And on. I'm Luke Besson. <laughs> I'm Luke Besson. You're fucking hot. We're making this work. <laughs> I haven't actually Again, checked I that want reference. That I just know that he married Mila for like a hot second after Fifth Element. Good enough for a joke. Um... <laughs> And if you're really mad right now and some crazy Luke Besson fan, it was just a joke. It was just a joke. I mean, uh, he's no... James Cameron. James Cameron. But James Cameron, he's the greatest pioneer. And he stopped no after too, Titanic. No I think he's still too, married to her. I think he is. Yeah. No C2D. It's the third one. Who's that? It's him, James Cameron. Um, <laughs> fuck, I'm going insane. We are. Cabin fever. No. <laughs> And toddlers who don't too. nap. Oh. oh boy! So thank you everyone for listening. Uh, be sure to tune in next week when we discuss Lucy. Uh, be sure to check out athpod.com for all of the wonderful things that are still somehow happening on ATH where we're doing Corona cartoons, mm-hmm. Samwise, uh, this show, Damage Boost, and that one that John will talk about. Oh uh, yeah, Demon Days, the the D and D podcast with demons in it. Ooh, yeah. And then, uh, Superstore is done, I think. Maybe. Look into the person who works on Superstore. Oh, yeah, Superstore. <laughs> is it done? Uh, what was the last episode there? I don't know. <laughs> I was looking up Luke Besson's wives. He's had four wives. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to cut around it. Now I'm definitely not. <laughs> yeah. We lost her at his wives. <laughs> He divorced his first wife in 91 and he got married in 92. And then he got divorced his other wife in 97 and got married in 97 to Mila. Whoa, Luke. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> then he married his other wife in 2004. I don't know if she was in one of his movies or not. Um, oh, good for you, buddy. This is so off topic for everything. Uh, yes, yeah, Superstore. <laughs> <laughs> Superstore's great. Keep watching Superstore. Season six will come and be coming at you. I feel like if your PR department were to listen to our podcast, it might just stop. Please stop promoting our show. I'm not even know. I don't know if I'm supposed to. <laughs> oh boy. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. Lucy. I, I will go in with a far better attitude 
than than uh than I left with. I like I tried Luke Besson. I love Luke Besson. I love Scarlett Johansson. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be perfect. It, how could it not be? <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you later, boys.